Hey, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review us, and please tell a friend. Also, if you're shopping on Amazon, go to PositiveSarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing but every pur- Shane! What the fuck? Oh, okay. Uh, but every purchase you make helps the in- helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. I thought you were right. messing with my legs. I have no idea what just happened. Well, you have to realize that these things are like, since I started shaving my legs for the competition, they're like extremely hypersensitive. We're at a So party. when I, I feel like, it literally, like anything, like even like a breeze of wind, it feels like a tarantula is crawling up my leg. We right were now. at a party the other weekend, and uh, there were like all these aggro drunk dudes. All right, first of all, they were asking me questions about why I wasn't drinking or no, smoking and everything. I'm not bringing that up. That, okay, was, thank that you. was hilarious, but I'm not bringing that up. Perfectly acceptable. Um, Go ahead. There, these, there were these like aggro dudes. One of them took his nut out during aggro the, dudes. Like um, he wasn't an aggro. He was just some fat guy with a beard. No, they seemed kind of like, like we used to play lacrosse in high school. Like so, they're they're aggressive. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, kind of like more like a well, aggro, like cavemen. Like aggro you know has to stand for something. Like cavemen kind of thing. Okay. Anyway, whatever. So you're saying they're dumb jocks. Yeah, yeah basically. Wasn't there a plot to this story? Yeah, or? there was. Joey, <laughs> they were sitting there, and they let J- Joey and them play uh, beer pong against them, but Joey wasn't drinking. And, and like, it was really quiet, and they were kind of looking at us weird. And then all of a sudden, Joey goes, oh, man, it's so cold over here with all this lotion on my shaved arms. <laughs> it was so awesome. Oh, that's pretty funny. It's nice how you tell stories from your point of view. That's exactly what happened. It was hilarious. <laughs> mm. But Ooh. although Joey won the night because that guy took his nut out and he probably didn't have to. It was oh. a little weird. Yeah, let's take my nut out during beer pong. I played a lot of beer pong and not one time did someone take their nut out. Yeah, so I don't know what party you were doing. And James, James is like, does that nut seem a little dark to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, good times. The dark nut. Podcast, okay. everybody. Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened there. Uh, I told you the story. Situa- oh, no, I meant at the thing Is that there. the dark no. nut? <laughs> Joey stayed longer than me. He hung was out it? with my friends. Did the dark nut rise? Is that what you're telling me? The dark nut rose, yeah. Yeah, I think I heard a soundtrack in the background. (laughs) Dark Knight Rises. I think Michael Caine showed up. Dark nut rises. Anyways, I want to give a quick uh, shout out to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. If anybody's out there and they like the Marvel Universe, go ahead and see that. Uh, We're not going to really rate and review. I will tell you that, uh, once again, I fell asleep during the movie. But uh, that shouldn't stop you guys from seeing it, so please feel free to go ahead. I, the, I think three, I'm going to go the, see it hopefully next weekend is my plan. So The three people in the world that didn't see it, one of them was Mark, and it's the funniest fucking movie I've seen Who in the other two time. people? Um, two guys in China, actually. Okay. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I have plans to go see it, though. Okay, so. it's worth it. With my two boys from China. So. It's good, yeah. It's hilarious. Awesome. I'll go see it again. So technically, in that group, you'd be the minority. Probably. There you go. Oh, yeah. look at that. Original hipster, the minority. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we already got through the Amazon read. Uh, on today's uh, program, if that's what you want to call it, uh, we're going to review the movie Noah, kind of out of nowhere. Noah. Mm-hmm. Noah out of nowhere. Uh, also get the notes and anecdotes, celebrity birthday game. I won last week, thank God, because I really just don't have that much time to put one together. Uh, we'll also review the uh, Build a Better Man project going on in week seven. And uh, I do want to debate uh, you, Mark, on uh, movie soundtrack. Compositions. Compositions. Not the Not, not you know... Hey, this soundtrack had Blink One Eighty Two on it, and you know I want to go. Yeah, we, I, don't, I don't listen to Blink One Eighty Two. I want to okay. go like head to head, like straight like <laughs> compositions with you, I don't, and debate okay. like the last right. what twenty years, twenty five years. I don't know. I, I don't think my goes back that far, but I don't think I didn't. Well, basically whatever Hans Zimmer did, which is the last twenty five years. I don't know. We'll talk. About so it. we'll get to that. Anyways, uh, we have to get a list of all this stuff. Well, I, I guys, have a few like some ones that I'm kind of just. We'll get into it later. I yeah, I only have a couple. We'll, we'll like give you time to uh, to adjust to this news. I know. If you followed, um, breaking. News. If you follow me on Twitter at pos sarcasm, you know. I don't have. A I saw it last night at midnight on Facebook. Positive sarcasm. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, well, yeah, come on. I'm not the only one. I don't do so. I should probably get on it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably watching 
I was like, watching Speed last night, so I'm sorry, all right? Little Keanu could have turned that down. Oh, my God. They say that relationships based on stressful situations never work. We'll have to base it on sex, then. Remember that? Yeah, that didn't work out for him either, so. Now, is that your ball hair or your beard hair? It's probably a testicle hair. Sweet. Oh, thanks. That's... I don't know how it got in the mic, though, but, you know. <laughs> Anyways. I'm trying to distract with my nuts. So. Uh, Noah 2014, <laughs> starring Russell Crowe, Jennifer Connelly, and uh, a bunch of little kids. A man, well, well I guess we'll... <laughs> If you don't know the story about Noah, a man is chosen by his world's <laughs> creator to undertake a momentous mission before an apocalyptic flood cleanses the world. Director uh, and writer Darren Aronofsky. So, uh, yeah. See that guy's track record, though? Of what? Darren Aronofsky? Well, why don't you fire it at me? I think he did The Wrestler um, and then... Requiem for a Dream was his movie, Oh, too. I hate um, that movie. Joey and I were talking about that last yeah, night. Yeah, he did that movie, The Wrestler. That's, all, guess, the ha- that's uh, all the heroin we had left, Karen. He did guess, He did Black Swan. As Joey, when uh, Emma Watson and her start bring out the double dildos, that was, like, yeah. in, like in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, No, I mean, the movie was... I don't know. Any man, woman, or child when it comes to Requiem for a Dream, I can sit down and watch just about any movie if they want me to watch it. But when it comes to Requiem for a Dream, don't ever bother me Worst again. Worst movie ever. Yeah. It's got a pretty good soundtrack, though. Oh, what is that, a Scala? I don't know, but the songs on it are badass. Yeah. I've listened to it a couple Anyways, times. let's get to Noah. Um, <laughs> this was actually a fun movie to kind of make fun of, although I actually really, really enjoyed it because it was quite epic, it was, which you'd expect it, it to be. It was bad shit crazy. It was, what it, was. it was crazy. And we'll kind of... We're going to ignore uh, the whole religious effect of it because obviously it's based on uh, we, can't no, Noah's, we can't ignore it. Noah's character who it. is uh, – he believes he was chosen by God to build an ark to save all the animals two by two before a giant flood cleansed the earth of all what the evil the, that mankind has brought upon. The pure creations, the innocent creator, <laughs> yeah. creations on earth. I did I did look up today though because I – it was It's the story takes a weird I turn from up, the actual Bible story. Yeah, I grew so. up like as a Catholic or yeah. whatever going to like – I went to Catholic school. So did I. Into high school. Yeah. And I was it? like, what the hell? So, so here's some of the difference, guys. He didn't have to supposedly in the Bible. I got this off a of Christian web. It was page. like Chronicles of Narnia meets um, <laughs> Transformers. I got this off a of Christian with those web big, page with those big rock guys. Um, I was pretty much thought. Uh, no, it was like Chronicles of Narnia movie. meets like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, with Transformers. Yeah, with it's, yeah. It was Rockobots. Go ahead. I want to hear the. I want to yeah. hear. Uh, okay, so the rock monsters. It says that Ar- Arfanovsky Arnovsky. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the borrowed director. the weird concept from ancient Jew- Jewish mystics who suggested that the angels God cast out of heaven go, after creation were encased in rock and walked around helping human beings. So that's, okay. but so it's a, it's a mythical tale. So yeah. you you now know it, you now smell what the rock monsters are. Cooking. <laughs> and then so the other difference is because you know all the nutbags were saying that this isn't a real religious movie. Like I don't think out. it was. I, yeah. I think it was just a movie Noah, of epic proportion. <laughs> Noah, there were actually wise for all of his kids on the ark in the in the story of yep, Noah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then, but did you, anybody else think it was weird as fuck that Emma Watson gave birth to those two girls and that was supposed to be the other two boys' brides eventually? You see, I don't know. That was disgusting. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know about that because it's like, hey, I'm going to marry my niece who I'm. 16 years old. I know, I know. And, and my wife like mentioned the same thing. Like, oh, now there's, now there's one girl for each of the sons. And I was like, well... I that was the whole point. Because she said he gave us what we needed. Yeah, which is weird. I guess that's what we're pretty sure that stuff's against the law in the, in the, in the 
in those rule guidelines of back in the and day. supposedly in the in the story of, in the Bible story, uh, no didn't like go crazy and want to kill kill the, yeah. the pretty the, sure they're against incest. Yeah, right? so, the whole time he was there to it's like, a pretty good plot twist. He was there to save save humankind the whole time. Yeah, because I originally thought it was to save. Yeah, like God was gonna, or the Creator in this sense is gonna cleanse the world and I don't know, create new one, create, it, try to start over. But I mean, there's apparently him getting wicked ass drunk and lying naked on the beach was in, well, yeah, was in the story. Yeah, that was a good plot twist. Th- no, that was actually in the Bible. Apparently, okay. It was like it was like um, you know how you try to hit the reset button on the Nintendo way too many times. Yeah, that's kind of what no- this movie was like. And it's like, ah, oh, I didn't kill enough people. Let me hit the reset button and start all again. Fucking Top Gun and hits the reset button again. Yeah. And you just see the people climbing on the rocks. Oh, there they go. It was like, geez, this movie was. I don't it was know. a trippy ass Epically, movie. It was Hollywood. You know what's funny? Is 2012, like, when it comes to comparing this movie to like 2012 with John Cusack, go oh, figure. Yeah. Um, it, this one was actually more apocalyptic and graphic than that one was. And you know, when it comes to Roland Emmerich, he likes to destroy everything yeah and i think darren aronofsky did pretty much topped him this time i thought all the uh special effects were pretty badass except yeah. for the cgi i the didn't birds. think the animals were the that birds. great the yeah. cgi animals and the, then the cgi babies at the end were kind of lame oh were they had yeah. were they cgi yeah with the part i'm pretty sure at the part where she's at the top of the arc and she's like i'll hold them like they oh, showed them really quick and they're kind of cgi looking yeah I don't know. CGI look. I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed in the CGI a little bit with the, um, especially when there's one scene when they're walking at night with the, uh, the watcher there. You can, they almost look like, hey, we're standing on a fucking green screen. It's like he definitely made choices to make it look trippy though. So like, I think some of the graphics were, yeah, like parts of it kind of reminded me of Eternal Sunshine or something like that. Just kind of a little trippy like, on purpose, you the know. Sunlights and the way the shadows and things contrasted. Yeah. I mean, it was visually, it was a cool movie. It, it looked, was pretty yeah. badass. Was I disturbed at one point? Yes, I was disturbed quite a few times. I mean, the any, part yeah, where... any is any scene with uh Tubal uh Tubal Kane, who was played by Ray Winston, who was in the movie uh The Sweeney. Uh, that yeah, the sure scenes that where they were like exist. they were they were basically cooking the girls. Yeah. Uh, or the oh sta- yeah. Uh, yeah. Just uh, did, did, rough, did some some rough. It was it was sick too when they got when he got his fucking leg broken. And, oh like, my god, the bone yeah, was sticking out. I actually out. missed that part. Yeah, you were looking down. Yeah, I was doing because yeah. so I, I I literally went oh fuck and you didn't even say anything. Does it say anything in there about like because I mean from what I remember, Adam and Eve only had two sons, right? I don't know where this Seth guy came from. No, because apparently Seth was Seth was the one that begot Noah. Seth is like Noah's like great great grandfather. I just want to say I'm not speaking for everybody at this table, but this is a fucking story, and the Bible isn't real. But that's okay. I'm not when I say it it didn't really happen. What I mean is what I mean is we just lost a few listeners. I don't care. What I mean is (laughs) I'm pretty sure the people in Australia agree with Shane. In in the story in the Bible, this is I'm not sitting here saying that this really happened and all that stuff. You never know, but you know. Okay, yeah, I mean. Sure, but I, I'm speaking for myself, not everybody else. You know what I was thinking? Joe is Jewish. Here's the thing: if you look at, when you look at this stuff, and, and 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 I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, okay, how is this one guy going to build this giant ark? Because I don't remember it from religion class when I was in school. And apparently, but, he did it seven days in the Bible. But when you drop in a bunch of stone giants, it makes a little it makes a little bit more sense to me. But oh, okay, that helps. You know what I was thinking though is like when during the flood, the first thing I the first thing that popped into my head is I wanted to take like a giant. <clears throat> A giant bag of like Lego people and throw them in the washing machine, and just watch them spin around like an asshole. So, by wash the way, on the English Shore somewhere. Did Emma Australia. Watson yeah. ever bone that guy? Or yeah, was... they boned right at right when right when the 
the grandfather touched her belly and turned but, her into a but that's what I'm saying like fertile creature. They never showed them laying together naked or anything. They just showed the ground like the she ground jumped him. He ran into the forest. She jumped on him. She was he was looking oh. for, they started making out. She ripped off her shirt. Oh. And next thing you know, about and they bone. They come back with smiles on their faces. All right, I hear you. Yeah, I hear so you. So they boned right there. I didn't see many smiles in that. Movie. Best three seconds of that dude's alive. Yep. I gotta say, Hermione. She got hot. Hermione's What pretty. everybody said back in 2000, they were like, that chick's going to be hot. They were right. She was running during the battle scene. 12 years like, later, 24 years old, she's hot. <laughs> she was running during the during Flapping the battle scene. And I was like, <laughs> Harry, where's Dumbledore? Yeah. She, yeah I kind of I thought I was watching Harry Potter a couple times, but then I realized it wasn't. So, Hey, by the way, if anybody works a boring desk job, those Harry Potters read on YouTube are a great way to waste like fucking 70 hours of two work weeks. I don't know. I read the first two books. Yeah, you can listen to them books. on YouTube, and it's awesome. Uh, okay. I've seen a couple of the other movies. I don't really I've seen all the movies. I'm just saying. All right, so let's get into, let's get into this movie <clears> a little bit. I just shit on my suggestion. Because <laughs> I had to. <laughs> let's try to get into this movie a little bit deeper, because I, I feel like there was a lot that went into this movie. There was a lot. Regardless of its religious movie. overtones or, or whatever, but I think there was, there was a lot of Very, effort that went into this movie, Very and a lot of graphic... Shit. Yeah. Graphic scenes, a lot of apocalyptic scenery, a Emma lot of Watson uh, sweating topless with a, just a blanket cover. The plot the twist at the end where Noah kind of, uh, you know, flip, you know, flips his Google phone and kind of goes crazy and tries to kill two babies. I think that, like, with that, and I kind of thought about that a little bit because that kind of startled me while I was watching. It was like how his whole point from the beginning was to save the innocent souls of the innocent creatures or whatever of man, you know, that were there. But I think he got so wrapped up in that. Uh, the Kane guy, what's his name you said? Tubal Kane. Tubal Kane. With what is what was going on with that guy with the fire and all the people like killing each other, eating each other, that he was like so disgusted with society that he took what the creator was telling him to do as a sense to wipe out creation of mankind completely, which really wasn't the really wasn't what it was. And like, Emma Watson's character at the end, Illa or whatever I would Illa or whatever her name was kinda kinda sums it all up where, you know, the creator gave him a choice to choose and ultimately he chose life and love you know because that's what as opposed to doing what you're supposed to what he thought he was supposed to do he made the right decision in the end so a quick rundown Russell that God he's a great guy huh? yeah Russell well, it wasn't oh, God sorry, it was go the creator they never said God in the movie they never made the reference to not even in the end when they were talking about how everything was created let there no, be lines. they always they, they, they always said, referenced it as the creator they, they said, said that wasn't most there... of the lines were actually taken out of the Bible but that's what... right but they never referenced God they never referenced Jesus no, they referenced no. the creator so in a way this story could be told as they that's like Hollywood saying well, well it's not a it's not a biblical story. We, I actually think that people that aren't religious would like him more than people that are religious. I don't know. I'm a, I went yeah, to Catholic I, school. I would actually. I learned about that. this stuff my whole life, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this didn't really happen. Yeah. I was like, this isn't the story that I learned. Like, what is going on? Like, That's, I didn't expect it to go those. This wasn't in the Berenstein Bears. Right. Well, no. But Joey and I were thinking, like, saying that too. Like, something would happen. I was like, what the fuck just happened? See, well, we know the story a little <laughs> it was bit, and crazy, it's crazy. Like, what the dude. heck's going on? You know, so. I mean, they definitely made it more interesting with the Hollywood, and then turned. Then you have the bad guy, you know, and you have, then you have like, you have uh, like the good versus evil, and then I almost kind of thought it was almost like restarting, you know, like starting over again with uh, how they started with Adam and Eve, and then you have the temptation with the fruit. <clears throat> but in this way, you have Adam and Eve, who's represented by Noah and his wife, with three sons again, right, and then the temptation of. Like being told what to do, bad. like I guess, like it's like tempting them to like say survive or you know to kill or not, or love, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? It was like it's like they kind of restarted it again. I I don't know. It was 
they I did like the cho- I thought it was funny too that they made the choice to uh not like to basically use incense to knock all the animals out. That was a good choice by the directors because a it cut down on all the noise that you would have to put up with otherwise. And oh, B, incense! No, okay, I see and, what you're talking. And about. B, it probably cut their uh, their CGI budget in half, not having to make the animals alive the whole fucking show. That happened. Was that part of the story? No, not in the Bible. They were awake the yeah. whole time. Estimated 125 million dollar production budget. That doesn't Woo. include that doesn't include marketing the movie though. Woo, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I mean, it was it was a. Yeah, you watched the movie. You're like, whoa! It was like, oh, the, good, uh, the turtles. Two. Turtles made 37 mil last night. We know the uh, the, the rock monsters. <laughs> I guess this is what we're going to nice. call them. Yeah. The Watchers. Uh, the called. Watchers. Uh, Sam Yaza, was who, who I believe is one of the Rock Monsters. And voiced, Nick Nolte. Voiced by Nick Nolte. Oh, that you were going to say. Sorry. I thought, oh, really? I, was, I thought that was an actor you just listed out there. I was like, who's that? Like an Indian actor or something? No, it's Neil. <laughs> and we all know Nick Nolte is a very holy type of person. I thought that was Liam Neeson. All they needed, all they needed Liam was Neeson's? a... At first, I thought it was Liam Neeson's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, again, Liam Neeson in another movie, but then I realized it wasn't him. All right. So. Was that... Was that I thought it was cool when Bruce was that battle out. scene. <laughs> was that battle scene at the end with the rock monsters versus the cannibals? Basically, just not a giant ripoff of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but it was still badass. It was. Pretty it was cool. pretty badass. Yeah, they pretty essentially the created like a chain link fence attached. A chain link fence attached to each rock monster as they uh, held off thousands and thousands of uh, cannibals trying to take over the ark, and they were just swatting them. Like a horde of flies. It, it kind of reminded me of the, the end scene from This Is The End when you know you, oh, do, a, yeah. you do a selfless act and then you're, and then you're rewarded by going to heaven. And that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. They were doing a selfless act to help mankind mm-hmm. and – well, not mankind, but to help you know the creatures or whatever to, 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 to do – I'm surprised all the creatures were like, oh, shit, kill me too so I can get up there. Yeah, I mean – well, they had two of each. That was what it was. Two of each animal. Yeah. And yet some of them died along the journey. Right, but that's the thing. My wife made the comment, like, it's funny how that animal that what's-his-face kills or ate yeah. is probably an extinct animal because of that. You know what I mean? That's kind of what they were kind of... We were talking yeah. about it Thanks, before. Thanks, Ray. Yeah, we were talking about it before, but that's when Joey and I Bit were... The both, head off a lizard. Joey and I were making the jokes, and it's like, that's the only lizard we had, Karen! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of like... I was kind of having a good time making jokes with Joey last night. Well, <laughs> you know what's funny is we're watching all these people die and suffer and fall off of rocks and stuff, <laughs> and yet when he bites the head off the alligator, we're like, aww. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a sleeping alligator. Almost kind of like that girl was caught in the bear trap, and then she just trampled on because Noah didn't want to save her. Yeah, Noah just let He was that, convinced that mankind was supposed to die. Noah let that 16-year-old girl get killed. Ah, I know. What else, was, what else was he going to do? Help her? <laughs> How? She's in a bear trap. Pull her out of the fucking Dude, trap. Dude, it's designed to catch o- bears. His son opened it up a little bit. Noah's a little bit stronger. He's you know what he should have done? You know what he should have done? Nine months. You know what he should have done? He should have Brad Pitted that shit. Dude. World War Z, cut off her leg and just Dude. dragged her. I, he building, building an arc is great for your upper body, bro. Exactly. Yeah, it's totally like... <laughs> yeah. to, it's all core strength. It's all core, bro. Yeah. It's all core. <laughs> you lift, bro? Our, hey, bro, you lift, bro? Dude, there's so much to this movie we really haven't even talked about. Can I sit in, bro? I wanna, it's, you know story, it's Noah's Ark. That's all the, it's the it whole is, fucking it's story. It's Noah's Ark with a Hollywood twist. It's Noah's Ark with a bunch of crazy shit and people dying. It's well, here's awesome. the fact. Is, all right, here's a matter of fact. Yeah, it was pretty well, awesome. Uh, we watched, right, yeah. we watched yeah, RoboCop. Right. I fell asleep. We watched Grand Budapest Hotel. I fell asleep. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy. I fell asleep. I watched Noah. I was awake the whole movie. It was two and a half hours. By long. the way, Guardians. The reason you fell asleep is because it was like midnight when you. Oh, we'll get into uh, we'll get into some music recommendations later. Oh, too. I got two. Of course, but right, they're so, going to be quick ones. All right, though. so you want let's close the show on this uh, on this or Noah shit. Can I say that? I don't want to. Say yeah, go ahead. Say it. I was going to say like they say like the miracles and stuff. But I remember always being in 
religion class, and then they always say the Lord works in mysterious ways. And I was like, kind of thought of that when I saw this movie because there was like some crazy shit happening. And that one guy's like, I ain't afraid of miracles. And it's like, the Lord works in mysterious ways is basically Catholic mom for, yeah, wife sucks. Deal with it. I don't know, man. By, by the way, it was really cute. One time, my mom and I were watching uh, Divergent because I'm a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. At the movie theater, and uh, yeah, we're gonna watch that next week. It's good. The preview for this movie came on, and my mom and I made a joke to the guy sitting with me, and my mom's like, "Don't be disrespectful." I was like, "Oh my god, I can't make fun of the made-up story." And she goes, "Shane Francis," and she got like so mad at me. Mom, Shane's awesome. like, "I am so moving back to New Hampshire." <laughs> I, I was like, "Mom, Noah's Ark didn't really happen." She's like, "Yes, it did, Shane. You be quiet." <laughs> your mom's a believer, Shane. You gotta be. Careful. She's not even very religious. She, is your mom like? Is your mom's like? Is your mom like? Uh, you know. Uh, Sheldon's mom? From no, Big not theory. at all, no. It was pretty funny, though. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> and right. then the time they made fun of that book with the little kid who supposedly went to heaven. And she was saying she you wanted... You just have a bad sense of humor. I do. Bad times, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, no, you got like I, like I said before, if you're going to make like a joke, stand on that joke and hold it. Oh, I stood up. I just told it on told national it. radio, bitches. He said, Mom. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't Shut up that. and watch the movie. My mom's going to be here in a few weeks. That's the only joke I, I have, Karen. Stop by and say hey. So. <laughs> All right. Well, if we watch the football game together. Oh, yes. Rating time. Shane, you, right. you go ahead. Give me your reason and Mark just realized Shane suddenly invited himself over again. And um, I give it a three out of five because it was entertaining and crazy and batshit weird. And, uh, yeah. Batshit weird. It was. Wasn't Shane's it? like, if you want a movie that's batshit weird and entertaining. Noah's your good. It was Noah's your go-to. It was trippy as hell. I'm gonna give it a three as well. I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell because out he of stayed it. up. Because I actually stayed up for him. Because I, all, all the work I'm doing and how distracted I am lately, a movie of this uh, re, of this well religious proportion, I guess. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought I found it. I found it more entertaining than the third Transformers movie. Even though there was less, that's not auto- hard to beat. But, but well, there was less Autobots, and yet I found it more entertaining. Yeah, but you I had do. big rock creatures. To keep I know. I want to say that Joey was not saying earlier that it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy because it isn't. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say I, that. I don't know. I heard that I, was pretty good. Oh, it's fucking good. I got, I got no, but uh, no, I just enjoy it. First of all, I like Russell Crowe. I take him very seriously as an actor. Uh, I like Jennifer Connelly. I think she's a great actress, and all and you know, all the little minions underneath him are great. The, the CGI was cool. The apocalypse parts were good. They didn't really uh, pull any punches when it came to the graphic, you know, stuff. And it was just... Uh, the water exploding from the ground was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah it was pretty... Was cool. That was cool. It, it was, was a rip-roaring good time, you know? And uh, that's that's pretty much it. The rock monsters are cool. The battle scene was ending. And it kept... And it was it was gripping. It, it was, was, it so was gripping. It was that they... And the plot twist at the end with, uh, with <clears throat> Noah almost losing his mind and stabbing the two kids... And then it kind of flips Spoiler, out, and then he turns into part was uh, turns into a wino for a time for a while. Yeah, but like, the, that's like true. how does how do they build an arc that's supposed to withstand like you know a powerful wave of water? Okay, no, 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 no. But some fucking seventy-five-year-old guy with a broken leg can climb up the yeah. side of it. Let's let's close the middle, but leave the staircase on the side with a hatchet, so the old guy can break through the side of the arc with a hatchet, and yet no water gets inside, and he stays there. For at least 12 months, maybe longer. At least, because they no. have the babies. So it's probably a good <clears throat> year, year or so, right? Yeah. How he hangs out in there. like Mark, you do realize this is the greatest story ever told. And it was a big-ass arc, friend. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah, just sat but, there in the dark for 12 yeah, years like, or a year. 
held in his shits and stuff. I mean, come on. It's an arc full of animals. You think anybody would notice I don't guy know. I just thought it was kind of... I just thought that was like, this guy, seriously, this motherfucker's going to get in. <laughs> See, Mark, shit Mark. like that that just ruins it for me sometimes. I also thought it was a little lame when they, they had those little stints of humor where like... Uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins wanted the berries. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I forgot that. Was okay. that Anthony Hopkins? Is that really humor though, or was that just sort of like a, a little moment? No, they're like no, it's humor. They're one-off jokes, and then yeah. when the guy goes, "I'd be happy to lend a hand," and the rock monster had like ten hands. Okay, I didn't. I, I was got like, the berries oh, joke. Lord. That was pretty good. Okay, moving on. Yeah, Shane, <laughs> did you bring some berries? <laughs> oh, got it. Would you oh, like a sausage? Maybe some other time. <laughs> Let me do a little love to uh, some of our affiliates here. Uh, big fan of art.com. Get 25% all, off all orders yeah. at art.com. I'll list them down for you with uh, promo code ART2014. 25% free shipping on all orders. Uh, 25% free shipping on all orders. Frames, canvases. Uh, that's all valid. Most of it's valid through uh, the 17th of August through the 20th. Basically, just go to positivesarcasm.com uh, and find the uh, art.com banner in the sponsors page. Uh, highly recommended for anybody who's uh, being looking forward to being a struggling artist the rest of their life. Shane? I also, this isn't, uh, they, they're not sponsoring us, but I want to tell you guys. Um, That's all right. If you, got, if you have somebody or a company or a band that you oh, want to give props to, yeah. please go ahead. Because, like, I have a big, I'm a big fan of, like, uh, Cellucor, who I'm actually going to be creating an ad for them this, uh, a little ad for them this weekend that I think is going to be pretty badass. Well, but please, go ahead. If you want to promote, just let me know. Newberry Comics, um, for go. the fact that Boston Comic Con's coming up. They're doing a special all August. Buy two graphic novels, get one free. Oh yeah, I saw that there. Newberry Comics over on South Willow Street in Manchester. And then they're all over New England. So yeah, yeah, look them up. Just Google them. When's that Boston Comic Con? Otherwise, go to Bull Moose because Bull Moose is even more local and more badass. What? I would love to go to a Comic Con. I think it's this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was uh, I uh, I found one of my uh, while I was throwing out all my stuff. I actually came across one of my um, one of my old CD cases, and I found all this music from like the nineties. So uh, we're gonna get to we're gonna get the notes and anecdotes, and we're also gonna get the music and stuff like that. So why don't you guys go ahead and get your stuff done, and then just remind me of the, the things I was popping in my CD player as I was uh, heading over to my for my weekly cinnamon uh, sugar free Dolce. Cinnamon. I think that next time next time a Comic Con comes around here, we should plan ahead and walk in with our positive sarcasm backstage passes and just walk around. <laughs> I don't think I would really know. I I know I would a little no bit idea what to do there. No, I, I would go because I I want to see how awesome <clears throat> it is and maybe see some celebs walking around, and be like, eh. Fucking Superman, you know? Yeah, I don't know all that stuff. It's not like, yeah, anyway. Dude, you'd have, but like, we'd show up there and like everyone else is in a fucking costume. Word? But I don't, I just don't think I would do that, but oh my god, I'm gonna yeah, now, it's all the answers. You guys can just show up and you know, we can get some custom hoodies. I'm, so, try, I'm um, trying to get one for uh, competition. My uh, two recommendations this week. Um, next week, I'm going, I'm, truth be told, I'm probably gonna go two days in a row, but I'm gonna see Jason Isbell next weekend at least once. Um, and I want to recommend him to everybody, uh, Jason I-S-B-E-L-L. And his most recent album, uh, Southeastern, is just amazing. Um, but yeah, I think everybody would like him if you look him up. He's probably my favorite songwriter. Um, and then the other one I was rocking it out today is a, a, a guy named Radical Face. It's a terrible name, but um, my buddy Mike in Michigan randomly found him uh, like five or six years ago. And he's badass, so look him up. I haven't heard of him, actually. Yeah. I probably read an article about him in the government, Rolling Stone, but... I just noticed he's on the uh, soundtrack for Wish I Was Here, the new uh, um, Zach Braff movie. Yes. Yes. I did listen to that. Radical face in the house. Somebody else say something. 
Radical face in the house. In the house. Mark, here recommendations. Do it. What? Do it. Any recommendations? I don't know. I have old recommendations because I, I I just Shane and I watched uh, some Lollapalooza, some B sides, B sides recommendations. Next last Sunday, and the, the Avett brothers were on. We watched a little set of them, and then Shane's buddy. Um, I always forget. Uh, I always forget his name. Go ahead, hit it. Glenn Hanser. Glenn Hanser, yeah. And then we watched a little fish after that. I love Glenn. I like the. I mean, Shane was like, "Oh, the Avett brothers are terrible live, terrible live." And then we watched them. I was like, "Yeah, they're bad." And then I listened to a couple of their CDs this week again. So. They're good. They're good songwriters. I just. I think they are. They're good songwriters, and their albums are really good, and they sound good. But like you said, the live stuff is kind of all over the place. But. It's kind of like they're a little like I don't want to say punk because that'll give the wrong impression of what they are. But the way they perform is kind of punk. Yeah, it's they're like, jumping around and, and like kind of yelling yeah, the lyrics yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of singing. And yeah. I mean, listening to the albums again this time, actually listening to the words. They're they're, they're good. good yeah, Scott's a great songwriter. So that's okay. The Carpenter <laughs> album's pretty solid. I yeah, like it's that good. One. And then I also listened to I and Love and You. The other, the I other. and Love and You so, Tattoo. I like that. Sarah. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a good one. So that's my favorite brothers this week. So. All right. So you were strumming the guitar uh, this week, uh, playing Mama Said by Metallica. Mama Said. And guess what CD I found in my case? Oh, really? Yep. That's awesome. Fuel by Metallica. Was it 1994? Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Not fuel. Um, Is that Kermit? No. Yeah. Relo- not, not, uh, load, load or reload? Load. Yeah. With, uh, was it the house that Jack built? Yeah. Mama said, King Nothing, uh, Hero of the Day. That album was packed with hit video, TV hits, radio hits. That album was huge. I'm not going to lie. I actually do like some old Metallica. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to. That album was jam. That was like, that was like early 90s, man. Like, yeah, yeah. that was, that was 19 Singles, radio singles and videos were like fucking on, like, we were like at an all time high at that well, point. Well, Reload and Reload was when we were in high school. So like late 90s. There were two songs on that album that I feel. Even was, that, even the 90s was like, you know, video heavy. Yeah. So. Well, there were, there Garage were, Incorporated was good too. Yeah, Garage Inc. But there's two, there's two songs on that though. Uh, in back when it was actually a cassette instead of a CD, and they're on they're on the end of each side. One was "Bleeding Me," and the other one was "The Outlaw Torn." Those, in my opinion, were two of the best songs on the album because they really were intense. They had a great chorus on them. They had awesome riffs. That just listening to that album really brought me back. I remember when I first it had been a few years since obviously Metallica came out with an album, and then all of a sudden I was listening to a radio. I was up north with my father, and all of a sudden I hear on the radio the house that Jack built. And uh, I was like, this is this is insanity. So I really had a lot of fun while listening to that. Oh, in studio right here. And then um <laughs> And then what else what else was there? I popped in uh also I was looking, flipping through my, some of my stuff. And you know what was in there? Sugar Ray. Uh, what? No, well, Sugar Ray? No, Everclear was in there though. Joey, remember that you had that Sugar Ray tattoo on your balls? <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Um, oh, I know. I saw it last night. Thank was you. It, was that the fly one or the two birds? <laughs> Actually, it was called Runaway. I just, just want to fly. But my hurry, hurry, hurry. Do you know when I? Do you know when I see that tattoo? Sublime got do, popular. Do you, know when, do you know when I see that tattoo? Every morning when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say Joey needs to drop his microphone and his computer and walk away. That was yeah, the greatest thing that's off. ever happened. That's a walk off. Joey, we'll take um, over from here. <laughs> Go buy yourself a soda. Every morning. <laughs> that was amazing. Shut the door. Shut the door, Shane. Don't say a word. Oh, don't ruin it. But, um, hey, don't go too far. Hold on, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, you know, oh, I don't know. That was amazing. You know what I popped in today was Nevermind by um, Nirvana. And I was like, damn, I'm like, damn, this album had a ton of stuff on damn, it. Damn, Gina. 
But, uh, yeah. Martin? Martin? If you want to go back in time to, like, 1994 when you were back in, like, sixth grade, definitely check out um, Load by Metallica. That was great. Load by Metallica, and then make sure you watch Martin and... Hanging with Mr. Cooper. (laughs) Just (laughs) ready to say that. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. All right, sorry, t- I, sorry, I saw your thunder. Cooper, right Cooper. I want to give Never a knew how much I missed you. I do want to give a quick love to uh, a couple of uh, non-affiliates. Actually, Cooper. first one is uh, obviously bodybuilding related. The second one is not. The second one is fashion related. First one is Cellucor. Cellucor is a company that makes uh, pre-workout supplements for energy, post-workout supplements for longevity, uh, basic uh, pills, and um, definition uh, supplements for when you're trying to lean out for competitions. And also uh, protein, excellent proteins. They vary. Chocolate, uh, pina colada, birthday cake flavored, which is amazing. So definitely check out Cellucor Supplements. Also, SammyDress.com. If you want to have the latest fashion at the lowest prices, you have to go to SammyDress.com. Men, women, children, wedding events, jewelries, watches, everything. You have to check out these prices. They are insane. This place makes um, this place makes like uh, freaking Express look like shit. And their prices are really awesome. Express is expensive. Exactly. And this place is dirt money. You could start a whole collection with a couple hundred bucks. So definitely go to SammyDress.com and uh, check that out. So uh, Sammy with a Y? Sammy with a Y. Sammy with a Y. Sammy I, Dress- I just got a new suit last weekend. Yeah. And you know what, Mark? You know what, Mark? I'm on their page right now. You know what I'm looking at? What? Cardigans. Twitter vest. Really? Yep. I'm going to have to go on that. Oh, website. yeah, dude. They got the casual style. Here's an example. Casual style, double-breasted design V-neck cardigan for men. 1406. Yeah, great, dude. Check that out. That not sexy or what? I just got, I got after, you know what? And after my three competitions are over and when I get everything else situated and get my life back together or whatever you want to call it, I'm going to put my wardrobe, put my wardrobe back together and this is going to be the first place I start. So sammydress.com and, uh, go nuts. I want to war one thing too. War Eagle? War my bet with, uh, I've been listening to Rome two weeks. I have a bet going on with uh, Mr. Seymour here that I that I will go months without shaving. Yes. And I've gone about five days and I want to give up. And Joey's looking at me because he didn't even notice the whole week. I didn't notice it. <laughs> but keep it going because it I'm will come. I'm never going to be able to grow a beard. It will come in. I grow hair well, on my Well, dude, balls. I don't take testosterone, so I can't help you. Yeah. How do I grow a beard? Just let it go. Just let it grow. It's let coming it go, in. Let it grow. Let it grow. <laughs> let it grow. All right, so just let it grow, man. All right, we're 35 in. You guys want to take a break and get to the birthday game, or do you have more things you'd like to discuss? I was just going to say I got a sweet Kenneth Cole Slim Fit reaction uh, suit last weekend for half price. Pretty psyched about that. I had Kenneth Cole boots. Oh, that's right. You got a birthday coming up. I had oh, not a birthday. Excuse me, a wedding. Yeah. I had Kenneth Cole boots that Joey made fun of until he found out they were Kenneth Cole and something. Yeah, Kenneth Cole boots. Joey you know, uh, loves Kenneth Cole. My so. uh, red red lace ones. So the sad fact is I cannot wear my Kenneth Cole New York watch with this suit, though, so it's okay. Wear my uh, bolova. I am. I was wearing the bolova. No, wear my bolova. No, I'm wearing brown shoes with uh, with a suit. So oh. no, carry your iPhone. I got a yeah. So I'm gonna wear the other bolova, the one the the the, the um bolova. Yeah, for people with no clue what's going on, I used to be, I used to be kind of a watch guy, and uh, I got Mark into watches for a little bit, and he's got a nice little couple sh- uh, watches I got, like, going six on. Six watches going on. Now. Yeah. What were you saying, Bubby, for last night during the movie? <laughs> oh, because she said Han. Yeah, during so Noah, the I name figured, was Han. she said Han, and I, I was it Han or and Han? I just went to Han. Han, Han, and then I just went booby, and I went to die. I went into straight Die Hard mode. <laughs> That's awesome. I, it was, Watching Han. the movies while you make fun of them, pretty funny. We made fun of this movie pretty bad, and yet we still really liked it. 
It, but you know, it was, it's just one of those things. You guys watched it last night, right? Yeah, I took a shame break in the middle of it. That might be why it took so long. It was so epic that we had to make fun break. of it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. a shake, as we call it. Um, <laughs> More of a push. <laughs> oh my god! I think I watched it straight I, through. I don't. I, I I didn't pause it once. That's good. So. Well, it was, no, that was. I really I, enjoyed it. I had the fan going too in the background, so I was like, "What did he say?" <laughs> you can like Trample by Turtle. See, they all have beards. I had that shit jacked up. Like the volume was jacked up. And I had to watch it on DVD. You couldn't get the fucking Blu-ray. DVD! pissed about that shit. Would you guys watch Blu-ray? DVD. Yeah. I ain't spending 20 extra cents, son. <laughs> I spent an extra dollar twenty because I fucking forgot to return it yesterday, so. <laughs> Alright, we'll take a quick break. Come back with another ad. Bang out the birthday game oh. right after this. guys want to save uh if you guys want to save money on the sunglasses uh all deals all pretty much every brand out there uh you can save up to 30 percent off uh fully fully priced jersey couture mer- merchandise nice tommy hilfiger gas and juke well if you want to interrupt me please go ahead again oh, yeah. um anyways yeah, solstice sunglasses go to positive hit the solstice banner in the sponsors page all right i'm on the second mic you know what that means you say it's your birthday game, game. <laughs> All right, I lost last week to Joseph Corso. Somehow. Hey, you want to throw me my aminos, please? Sure. We're spiking over here, bro. That's good. Well, it's because Mark speaks into the microphone. Game. Yeah, throw him a milkshake. Oh, you want to give me my cell phone too, please? Yep. That, never, shake, that yeah. never rings or anything. Anything else over here? Mine never does. Either. You guys? Uh, good? no. I got. I got. Oh, you want to give me my life, please? Thank you. I got three texts the other day within five minutes from three different people, and I was stoked. Were they me? One was from you, one was from my mom, and one was from my wife. So I was like, yeah, three Three text. people love three me. People. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into All this. All right, birthday game. I lost to Joe last week. We don't need to explain the rules because we spend too much time yeah. every week. And I've it. lost the last It's pretty weeks. simple. Two hints per. Wait till you finish it, and then we come, and then we hit our names up. And then uh, if we get it wrong, goes to Mark. I'm not going to say ahead of time which one, but one of them might be three hints this week. Just okay. saying. We get that one little food <clears throat> baller. That's All right. Good. We'll call that a wild card. All right. Wait, First, what was it you called it the last time? A what? The double douchebag. The daily douchebag. The daily douchebag. Douche All right. First clue. Yeah. Internet personality. You ready? He likes metal music. Joey. Yes. He likes metal music? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Who is Jim Norton? Nope. Mark. Yep. Who is... The birthday boy, Joey Corso! Joey Corso's birthday! Birthday ding, game! Ding, 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 ding. Thank you, guys. We got together as a podcast and got Joey a birthday present. So we wanted to give you a little props. You can open it later. It's nothing big. But we love you. Happy birthday. It's an eviction notice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The real number one. You ready? Yes. Actor. Wait, wait, does wait, it count? Does Mark get the point? Come on. You got to give me that point. point. I told you about it ahead of time. Yeah, but it's obvious. Oh, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> collusion. It was, all, it was all set up. It's collusion, Karen. Mutiny on the bounty. All right, let's go. Okay, right. number I one. I told you I'm making them easy this week. Rain Man. Mark. Joey. Mark. Oh, man. You got it first. Okay. 
Dustin Hoffman? 77 years old, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> I wasn't even sure if he was in that movie. All right. That was a guess. Number two, That's musician. Oh. Douchebag. Joey. Yep. Who's Justin Bieber? Nope. Ah, <laughs> uh, douchebag. That musician. is a good guess. Thank you. Douchebag. Musician, huh? Mm-hmm. Ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta count me down. Uh douchebag musician. Seven. Fuck. Six. Seth Avit? Nope. Damn. Alright, number two. Wait. Oh. Religious alcoholic. Who has his arms wide open. Wait, that's Joey. Come on, that's fucked up. Do I still get the S? Yep. Okay. Who is Scott Stapp? I am I'm gonna go I am I am your protest is no. I am way. protesting that one. That's you, that you can't give like a clue and then give another clue on top of the clue just to get it. I actually did that with the Kanye West one though. Yep, forty-four you're years old, ass. Scott Stapp. He's forty-four. Yep. I think your arms wide open should have come first. I can't make it that easy. I'm mad at you. Go All ahead. right, whatever. Jerk. All right, number three, actress, the Cup song. Mark. Yep. Anna Kendrick. I love her. She's twenty-eight years old. Shit. Two to one, Joseph. Oh, I reversed these. Uh... Uh, it's two to one, Mark. He got the Dustin off. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, son of a bitch. So it's two to one. Okay, so I did that right on in accident. That movie? Uh, in what, in Rain Man? Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Uh, other than Tom Cruise, yeah. though. Nobody even cares. Exactly. Um, okay, oh. number four. Actor? Rob Lowe. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> nope. Okay, number four. Big Lebowski. Joey. Mark! Uh... Joey got it first. Who is Jeff Bridges? Nope. Oh, okay. There's um, a couple people in that movie. I know. That's the thing. That's what sucks. That's what I knew I'm from. Oh, so you just gave us the answer. Yeah. It's, yeah quit looking at the clues. I chose up. Dude, I got 20-40 vision. I can't see shit. Joseph, quit looking at the clues. I'm going to say you Mark, would... Steve Buscemi? Nope. Damn. Okay. Hint number two. Um, Where am I at? Hulk. Joey. Yep. Who is Sam Elliott? Sam oh, Elliott. Oh, nice. 69 years Dude, old. Dude, that was a hard pull. That's what she said. Did <laughs> you know him from that movie? Me? That... No, I just saw it on the No, internet. he knew him from the Banquet Beer commercial. The Banquet Coors. The <laughs> Banquet Beer. I like the dude. Okay. Right. Deuce. The dude. Number five. Deuce speaking of, five. of hard pull, actress, the legend of Bagger Vance. Joey. Oh. Ooh, I don't know. Close. Do you guys know who it was? Yeah, I do. Was it him? Okay. Who no, is? No, I said I know who the actress is. I'm debating whether that was a tie or not. I'm saying it was. Rock paper scissors. It. Ready? Pocket. One. It's once, twice, three, shoot. Once, twice, three, shoot. All right, Joey. All right, Joe. Who is Charlize Theron? I think Joey had it anyway. Charlize Theron is now 39 He's, uh, years old. Your boy, Sean Penn. Apparently, is that my boy? I don't know. Okay. Brr. <laughs> I like how I like how when we did the rock scissors paper, Joey covered my rock too. That was that was good. That's how it works. That's the game you ever played it. Yeah, I have played it, but most of the time you just go ah, oh, you don't actually smack the hand. You're supposed to actually slap the dude in the nuts. Yeah, well, no, it's not a nut; it's a rock. Okay. Artist Spock. Artist. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Artist. What kind of artist? Artist. The Velvet Underground. Joey. Mm-hmm. Who is Lou Reed? Nope. 
He was in the Velvet Underground, though, right? He was the Velvet Underground. Lou Reed was, yeah. yeah. But so that's not right. I said artist. Five. Fucking no idea. Four. Okay. Hit number two. Campbell Soup Cans. Mark. Yep. Andy Warhol. You got it. You Velvet Underground shit. He's like synonymous with the Velvet Underground. He was 56 when he died. He would have been 86 years old this year. Campbell's thing is with a way more. That's That's a good pull. I wouldn't have got that. Well, there you go. If you didn't say Campbell's Soup, I would have never got it. I'm not very big on the 60s, though. All right. Musician. Go ahead. Sorry. Hallelujah. Mark. Yep. I don't know. I was saying it because I wanted to get ahead of Joey. Hallelujah. <laughs> yep. I don't know if you guys will know this or not. <laughs> so far, you got me stumped. 10 seconds. Yeah, I don't know. Prince? Yes. It's actually Prince, yes. No, it's not. It's not Prince. <laughs> okay. Wait. The yeah. artist formerly known as Prince. That's it? You guys aren't uh, gonna you guys aren't gonna know this guy. Alright, give us the next clue then. Or Joe, yeah. He was hired to wait, do wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I passed. Okay, you're passing. He so was hired second clue? Second clue. He was hired to okay. do can I fucking give it? I wasn't sure. I thought you were going explanation mode. Alright, shut up. He was hired sorry, to sorry. do the music for the Royal Tenenbaums before he overdosed. Mark. Yep. Elliot Smith. Oh, four to three. All right. Okay. He would have been, he was 34 when he died, would have been 45. I actually have two of his CDs, and the only reason I knew about him is because MTV announced that he died. Yep. Young, that's why. I didn't know anything about the Tenenbaums. I I still don't actually like his music that much. No, they said it was kind of Beatle-ish, but I don't. It's not my thing. Yeah, I've I've given him a shot a few different times. It's kind of dark. Yeah, it's not me. Um, Okay, number eight, director. Oh my god, the trees are coming alive. <laughs> Joey. Yeah. Who is M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> 44 it's years old. Clue is like my favorite rhythm guitar of all time. <laughs> Shane incorporating another one of his things into a clip. All right, now I'll take the point. I'm being more straightforward this week, aren't I? That's fine. I'm That's trying. What is it, 4-4? Four, 4-4. Four? Four, four. Okay. It is actually technically a hint when it comes to the trees coming alive. Oh my god. He's just, yeah. Oh okay. my god, okay. they're coming alive. That's just this really bad Wahlberg. <laughs> okay. even, though, even though Mark Wahlberg sounds like an Italian sausage maker. <laughs> Does he actually say that movie in the, the line of the movie? No, the oh my god is actually a... A joke that people say for um, Travolta for Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I don't know why I say oh. it for What's-His-Face. <laughs> That'd be funny if Travolta was in that movie. Oh, my God. Travolta. All right. So All right. Tied up. Oh, my God. I got a plane. Scientology. All right. Athlete. Georgetown. Mark. Joey. Mark. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Five to four. No, Mark. You did? 52 years old. Either that or, or John Thompson. I was going to go Nick's next, so it would have been easy. Patrick Ewing. Big nostrils. Originally born in Jamaica. All right, you guys ready? He's the man, too. Um, musician. Okay. Nirvana. Jelly. Yep. Who's Dave Grohl? Nope. Well, the only other person I know is Kurt Cobain, so that's my answer. Nope. Okay. Okay. Foo Fighters. What? Well, nobody knows the. I have no idea. Then nobody knows who plays bass for Nirvana. It's not news. That's uh, what's his face anyway. I know that. Okay. Kurt Sumovich. But it's not him. Five, 
four. All right, this is the one I thought we might need two clues for because you guys would have said three clues. Yeah, three clues. Okay. All right, I don't know if you'll still know it, but right. MTV Fashion. He took over for Cindy Crawford. Yeah. No. All right, Mark. Ha- wait. Yep. Jesse. <laughs> Do you have any idea? I have no idea. Joey, who is Kurt Logan? Nope. All right, Pat Pat Smear, 55 years old. Jesus. He's the other guitar player in Nirvana. and uh, They only have three guys in that band. Nah, he's um, in both. No, yeah. I only have two now. He was in both. Okay, perfect. All right. Actor? Yep. Should I give a funny one or a real one? I don't know. Fuck this cousin. Mark. Yep. Fuck this cousin. Oh. I don't know his real name. Right, you get, I'm going to undo that one. You guys ready? We're undoing that one. You ready? Fuck this cousin. I don't know. Oh, Joey. Yep. Who's Mila Ventimiglia? No. Who's that? I think it was his cousin. They had some weird relationship. Oh, I was thinking in oh, a movie. In, in a movie. Yeah, real life. His co- oh, in shit. I don't, I don't know if it's really his cousin or not, but there's, they had some kind of weird relationship. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, well, no, well, for the record, I said Mila Ventimiglia because he was in the movie That's My Boy, uh, and he was having sex with his, uh, his sister huh. in the movie. There you go. Sling Blade. Joey. Yep. Who is uh, Billy Bob Thornton? You remember, wasn't, what's her, what's her face, like his cousin, and, or like related to him? I don't care. No! Name. Okay, that doesn't work. Um, it's actually that she supposedly has some kind of weird with sexual relationship with her brother. Yeah, your boy from elementary? Yeah. Well, you gave me the, I mean, the, 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 yeah, uh, you know, the, hint, still, the hint still counts. Joey right? got it right. Yeah, you still got it right. One, yeah, so. that was Sling, my funny Sling Blade one. is the one that counts. That's, that's the dude from elementary? That's her brother. Yeah. I had no idea. That's awesome. Is it Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, it's yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, but the guy, I don't, I don't 59 know. Her brother old. has a different last name than her. So. Five to five. Tied up. Musician. Jeez. Shit. Shane likes music. I don't know what clue to give. That wouldn't be too easy. Uh, Jesus. I know, right? Oh, that's not, 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 that guess doesn't count, by the way. Okay, musician. That wasn't a guess. Go ahead. I don't know what clue to give. That's not easy. Just give um, King nothing. Joey. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Four guys. That count clue. All right. Who is James Hetfield? Six to five, Joey. Fifty-one to, years old. I had a one in four shot. Like, what could I have possibly given that wasn't an easy? You well, know, well, King I mean? Nothing. I was like, all right, we'll go with lyrics. I have no yeah. idea because King. I don't. I'm not a huge Metallica fan. We were just talking about know. King Nothing. And I was, he just played it too on the guitar. Yeah, I did. I wasn't listening. Oh. All right. I really didn't make put two and two together. So. Athlete. Yeah. Michigan. Mark. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I just got to get ahead of you. Athlete. Michigan. Tom Brady. Six to six, Mark. You know I'm a college football guy. Tom Brady. Six to six. I was going to say Chris Webber, but for some reason I said, yeah. 37 years old. All right. Fuck. Okay. Actor. Ready. Office space. Mark. Mark got it. I did? Mm -hmm. You're not going to get it anyway. Yeah, probably not, because the only guess I'm going to say is we had that guy on a couple weeks ago, so. We had him on the podcast? No. Well, I wish, but I gave a clue for him a couple weeks ago. Right, right, right. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, oh, you don't know anybody in that. Oh, I do, but I can't. Ten think seconds. Of, I can't think of his real name, which sucks. Jed something. Jed. It's Jed. Everybody. Nope. Jed Smith. That's my answer. Joey. Who is John C. McGinley? 
Seven to six. What a pull. Oh, Did which you see one is it? John C. McGinley? No. John C. McGinley the guy is from Scrubs. the guy who was firing. He was doing he was doing the layoffs. Scrubs oh, is gonna be was in, guy. He was in The Rock. He was in Wild Hogs. Yeah. Scrubs is gonna be my second. He was clue. in Scrubs. Yeah. He's the man. He was also in The Animal. He's with, a big uh, he's Rob a friend Schneider. of J- he's a friend of Jay Moore. And he was in that movie with uh uh yeah. Which I know from I know. Friends, Wagons East or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Just keep rubbing it in. I got it. I know who he is. All right, 55 years old. Seven to six, Joey. And there are three more. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Director. <sighs> Blues Brothers. Joey. Mark. Joey. Who directed that? I'm going to say, who is Dan Aykroyd? Nope. I just get it out there because... Uh, who is Robert Zemeckis? Can I get it? I don't even know who that is. He directed, uh, what? uh he directed fucking Con- Back to the Future, bitch! Didn't he do, what? He did Contact with, didn't he do Contact with Jodie Foster? Probably. Oh, Jesus, I should have known him. That's the greatest movie ever he fucking did made. Castaway. <laughs> Castaway, all three Back to the Future movies. What else are there? Animal House. Sorry. Mark got it. I don't know. John Belushi. Nope. Damn. Fuck, who is that guy? Oh! Oh, yeah! It's no. all the 80s movies we got, Karen! I'm gonna throw this one out. Karen! Let me, uh, got Alright, Joey. Who guesses I quit? We got two more. You can't quit. I'm down. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking. I'm down one right now. Who is Harold Ramis? Nope. That's he did guess, write though. it, though. That is a oh, he, guess. Oh. That's right. He no, wrote he wrote. It. Did it's he write not, Animals? I think he wrote. He may yeah, have wrote. I think he did. He probably co wrote. John Landis, everybody. Oh, John Landis. I've heard of him, too. John Landis. I have heard of him. Yeah. I right. also know. Obviously, I don't know. Athlete. Yeah. Notre Dame. Joey. Joey. Oh, uh, Mark, you're supposed to yell 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Because that's what he does to you every time. 8. 7. You're supposed to count it down. 6. 5. 10. 4. 9. 47. Three, Joey, guess. 2. Who is Joe Montana? Nope. Mark, Lou Holtz? Nope. Damn. Come on, Shay. I don't think Lou Holtz ever played sports. I know. I'm my thinking, pants on saying I'm thinking of somebody no, else, I and coach. I know exactly who that person you is. Said, Mish, you said Notre Dame. I said athlete. Oh, you Notre did? Dame. Okay. Yeah. I know who it is. Too. I don't know. Son of a bitch. I know the guy. All right. All right. Second no clue. longer with them, but also known for Seattle Seahawks. Mark. Yep. Golden Tate. Seven to seven, oh. Mark. I was gonna say my favorite receiver of all time. Oh, but, oh fuck you! You know, you know who I was thinking? You know who I was thinking of? No, I'm done. No, I'm done. Pretty quick. Golden Tate. Ugh. I was gonna say. Yeah, I only year. got it because you said Seattle Seahawks and you played yep. with them last year. All right, tied up. Yep. Last clue. The theme of the episode has been directors. Okay. Wait, hold on. Nightmare on Elm Street. Joey. Mark. Oh, I don't know. You just, you guys are just, we need to get something better than just yeah, yelling your name. We it, need like a beeper. We it works. Out. We've had some, we've had some moments here where we spaced I'm, it out. I'm gonna come up with something. I gotta come up with something. You come up with something. We gotta come up with like a, like a, you're like giving it time to think. Yeah, I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> 10 seconds! <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, huh? 10 minutes! 5 seconds. Oh! <sighs> okay. 3. Come on, you gotta count it down. You gotta make it official. Two, here, yeah. Two. Shane? Uh, who is Wes Craven? 
That's it. Eight to seven. Joey <laughs> wins again. You gave see you gave too much time to guess. I did good that week though. I didn't do any one. stupid clues. Was it really Wes Craven? I yes, was thinking it was of Yeah, Wes Craven, man. That's why as soon as you said it, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm lost. Seventy-five years old, Wes Craven. Eight to seven. Joey once again pulls it out. I think it's like five weeks straight now that he's won. Just like that guy playing beer pong, Joey pulled it out at the end, guys. But there was no nuts being shown in this one. <laughs> yes, we, we're going to come up with a, with a kind of a buzzer system or something. You're right, because it's tough to determine sometimes. All right, you go buy two speaking spells, okay? Speaking spells. I'm not buying speaking spells. I'll, 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 I'll devise some kind Mark, of Mark, you lost the birthday game. You <laughs> suck yeah. ass. Again. Help me win, but it's just not going to happen. By the way, that was my favorite reference on uh, um, Captain America when she goes, when he goes, or yeah, she goes, would you like to play a game? Yeah. When they get no, I paused it real quick, but then I, I got back into it. Sorry about that. Okay. Anyways, we'll take a quick break, take a few breaths. We'll be back with uh, the final few projects. Folks, uh, final two segments here. Listen, before you do anything, when you go to the post office, it's a t- first of all, it's a pain in the ass, and it's a total time waster, okay? My ass hurts when I go to the post office. Your ass hurts for most things. Uh, but thankfully, stamps.com is easy as the most convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all their mailing needs. What? Yeah. Over 400,000 <laughs> individuals and businesses already use stamps.com to manage their mailing needs. Small businesses and large businesses. They print their USPS-approved postage right from their PC or Mac. They use stamps.com posters to send letters, packages, priority mail. Virtually eliminates the trips to the post office. Sign up for stamps.com. Get a huge offer that includes postage and a free digital scale. Offer Also, you get a no-risk trial for all new customers. Quit wasting your lunch hour going to the post office. Do what I do. I sit at Starbucks and have a sugar-free cinnamon dolce latte. Uh, and then I, while I'm sitting there with my mobile phone, I can go to positivesarcasm.com and simply click the stamps banner in the sponsors page. Final two segments. Before we get to week seven of the Build a Better Man project, me and Mark have spent the last five years talking about soundtracks and how better, good they make the movie. And I don't mean like the music tracks, like as far as like uh, the the bands that put put the time in. They make you know they, they do that or whatever. I'm talking about the composers, Hans Zimmer, uh, Trevor, uh, what was it, Tre- uh, Trevor Dolan or whatever, Trevor Nolan. Um, who's the guy who did? Uh, I I keep forgetting the guy who does freaking. Uh, Transformer soundtrack. I did a really, really good job. But I wanted to talk to him. I basically wanted to say, like, okay, let's get to it. Mark, talk about, like, your... You need to remember that guy's name. I know, I know, I know, I know. But, all right. There's been, for the last, like, 30 years, there's been some crazy, crazy soundtracks that have pretty much made or break broken movies. Um, so, for, like, a perfect example, like, the movie Alien, the original movie Alien, great movie, scary as hell. Watch it now. The sound, the, the 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 music in the back, it's terrible. It's terrible. Pretty much ruined that movie. But then you take uh, you take other movies, you know, that maybe weren't so great. You add this, you add the right soundtrack to it. It makes it a borderline blockbuster. So I wanted to get your opinion as far as movies go. And it could be, it doesn't matter. Anything you want, the mo- it could be the most emotional soundtrack, it could be the heaviest soundtrack, it could be the funniest soundtrack. Because I know you're a big Richard Donner fan. I know you love the. Uh, I know you love anything that Hans Zimmer just about does. Even though I do Richard take Donner's I am loving you. Uh, but I do have like, if in your opinion, if you were to argue the greatest 
soundtrack or composition of all time. What My movie time. Of, of, of your time, the last 20, I mean anything from Jaws My to time. present day. What is the one thing that sticks out in you? And it can be one, it can be just one song that makes the entire composition. I mean, no, I don't. Mark, this is something you argue with me on a daily basis. This should be right off the top of your head. I listen to music, movie soundtracks. I listen to because I, I love. Yeah, <laughs> my Rain Man impression. <laughs> is that like, I don't know, glo- glo- global warming? <laughs> <laughs> they referenced that today on Jim Rome. <laughs> remember, no. we were all listening to it yeah. that day, and we all started busting out. That was one of the funniest thinking. moments of my life. Remember when, remember when I sent an email in and got it read on national Global radio? warm. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, remember when, remember when I had my Brett Favre email read on Rome? Oh, that was the most epic And the one day I get it read, Joey is not listening. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, soundtracks, like, I love, like, instrumental shit like, like that. So I always, like, try to find soundtracks and listen to them. Um, my favorite probably is the Lethal Weapon soundtrack uh, by Michael Kamen with guitar solos by eric clapton which is pretty sick um a lot of people probably don't know that eric clapton did a lot of guitar action on the with the weapon soundtrack did he do and, it for all four uh they kind of reuse the same shit through all four movies but that kind of solidifies a little bit it's like yeah hey, you listen to the weapon soundtrack oh really yeah but uh, eric clapton shreds up the guitar on a little bit so let's suck that all right uh that I don't know. Danny Elfman's one of my original favorites. He's done a lot of movies that could have cool soundtrack. Batman. He did the original. Batman, he did the original Batman. He did Jews. Any movie directed by Wanted. Tim Burton. He did Wanted and Terminator Salvation. Yeah, but then any other movie directed by Tim Burton or associated with Tim Burton, Danny Elfman does the soundtrack for. Yep. Uh, he's been in a few newer movies, like you said. Um, Hans Zimmer is one of my favorite to listen to. There's a new guy. Um, his name is Ramin Duadari. I think is the way you pronounce it. He did the Pacific Rim soundtrack. That's the way that white people pronounce it? Yeah, exactly. That's the way, uh, <laughs> as a white guy pronounces it. But he did the Pacific Rim soundtrack, which to me made the movie, like, better than it actually was. Um, he had, like, a little Tom Morello helping out on that, on that soundtrack. Oh, from Bruce Springsteen's band? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, he also did the Iron, a couple of the Iron Man soundtracks as well. Uh, another another one of my favorite composers is Henry Jackman, who did some tracks on Wreck-It Ralph, uh, and also did the album for uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which was a pretty sick album to listen to. Nice. Um, I gotta look into that. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like, we we talked about this in one of the other podcasts after we saw The Winter Soldier. So it had remnants of the Dark Knight soundtrack, which my hand, like in my opinion, is probably one of the best soundtracks ever. Like that music is historical; it'll stay with you. You listen to it one time, it's 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 there for three films. It's gonna and it's gonna be with you because it's it's awesome. So I made that comment to Shane one time. I wish like you could walk around and music played when you <laughs> entered. You know, uh, I would have one of those tracks when I entered the building, or when I'm just driving around in my car playing all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those two soundtracks. I mean, it, obviously, The Winter Soldier's not as good as that Dark Knight movie soundtrack, but it had elements of the theme song as we were talking like last week as you know to the hazards of love how characters have their theme songs and the winter soldier had like that screeching hailing like and then if you listen to the dark knight soundtrack the joker has his elements of joey and i is one of our favorite that violin like you know like that it builds up and then and it just explodes Can, can i play too if i keep it short sure okay um I just, my first inclination when you guys said that earlier, um, 
was the About a Boy soundtrack. Um, a English musician uh, named Bad the Drum Boy composed all the music to it. And there are songs with lyrics and things like that, but it's also a lot of it's instrumental. And I sent the link to Mark, who I downloaded. Oh my god! Sorry, I just kicked. Sorry, out. man. It's it's, it's pretty good though, but um, it's an accident. There's a lot of Pure, really. You're an accident. Fuck you. There's a lot of really good songs on that Mark. If you want to download it, I think I was like doing it. this for you. What's that? Explosions in the sky, right? Yeah, I like them too. Uh, but then oh, you like them Friday Night Lights, bitch? That's awesome. You get a boner off that album. I do. But then the also, I was just thinking about it too, like movies that have music behind it that really swell your emotions. And I just thought of uh, Hoosiers and Rudy. They both like had those like, of course, good call, dude. <laughs> big surprise. They both had those big swelling dude, not so songs. Not Rudy, but definitely Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Was oh, a are you kidding me? That was a tear jerker. Dude, look up the the uh, um, the main theme to Rudy. It's awesome. It's that. That's awesome. That doesn't convince me of anything. You know what that, that convinces me of? That convinces me that I want to get out and fucking hit some people in the fall in football. That yeah. convinces me that Shane is lame. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a few, I got a few honorable. It mentions. Sounds like Wreck-It Ralph. Go fucking I, kill myself. I got a few yeah, honorable mentions before I get to uh, my like, top two or three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay, Steve Jablonski was the composer for the Transformers soundtrack. Okay, and those were if you oh, take, yeah. if you take like the actual Autobot noises and all that stuff, and, and the Michael Bay stuff out of it, the actual soundtrack to Transformers is pretty, 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 pretty hectic and pretty uh, epic as far as its. It's, it's grandioseness as far as, you know, what it's trying to convey. Um, now, when I first started hearing Hans Zimmer, uh, no, it wasn't back when he was in The Buggles, when Video Killed the Radio Star, but when he... It was a movie with Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman called Crimson Tide. And that was one of the... When he really, really became big, he crushed that soundtrack. That soundtrack was reused in a couple movies, actually. I think he actually. Rock, too, actually. Uh, he might have. I'd have to check up on that. But Hans Zimmer, when he did Crimson Tide, that was a big movie. That was a real thriller. Just talking. I don't know. It's not Joey Becker. Oh, thank you. Well, well it's not. Shout out to Alan Silvestri, add, too. Alan Silvestri, excellent. Back to the Future. Absolutely. Yeah, I, that. Sorry. I can add in my own and see what da, I can Here's the thing, da, 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 da. When I go and edit this later, I'm actually going to add in background music. So this is only going to hurt. This is only going to hurt what I'm trying to say. If I'm doing the Back to the Future, fine, fine. I'll let you edit all that out if you add the Rudy soundtrack, the Rudy theme song in there. Of course I will. Okay. Don't you just love the Back to the Future? And time back in. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. So the <laughs> I do have to give a huge props to. All right, first of all, Hans Zimmer just keeps crushing ass as far as everything he does. Uh, he hits Inception. Good assholes. Um, he, the man. Okay, the Man of Steel soundtrack. Oh yeah, is 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 amazing. The and but when it comes down to it, Dark Knight is. I forgot to. I have to say number three. Well, no, I just said James Newton Howard too. James Newton Howard, who also works with, who worked very closely with Hans Zimmer, did the Dark Knight. Did Dark Knight, but it's really the first. It's Batman Begins is the one that created all this. So when you want to talk about. When you talk about Hans Zimmer, it is all about Batman Begins. That has the heaviest. That is the heaviest drums. That has the loudest bass. That is the one that hits the hardest. Number two on my list, and I'm gonna go to this every time. And you may hear this in my uh, my posing routines come up in October. Oh yeah. Every morning when I wake up. <laughs> no no no. 
It is Trevor Jones, Randy Edelman, Last of the Mohicans. What is that? Very is that? simple. Is that simple? It's simple violin. Oh, the jazz. And it, and it gets quiet. It stays quiet, and then it builds up, and it builds up, and it just kind of explodes sick. into one of them. Is called the Elk Hunt, and it's basically the same exact violin, same exact pace throughout the whole movie, only just adding in extra bass and extra chords during the process. It is one of the, in my opinion, the way it sounds. It's very simple, but is it extremely heavy, extremely emotional? The About a Boy soundtrack has a song called uh, Dead Duck Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is number two on my list because that one for me is very I, – I love you. I love listening to it. It's great for when you're actually working out. Number one on my list, the song is called Demas. Amadeus, Amadeus. No. It's when she looks down at him in Gladiator and says, go to them, and he just – passes out and dies that, that is one. the heaviest you'll hear it on the podcast you'll hear it when i edit it later that is the one where is the woman is singing quietly and then you start to hear like the african chant as they're clapping away that is by far the best composition i've ever heard on in a, in a movie and then separately that is the be- nothing beats that that one hits me every single time no questions asked the Man of Steel one's fantastic because it lifts you up. The Dark Knight one makes you feel powerful. The Trevor Jones one gets you kind of really into a... Uh, it really just takes you along a slow path. But I believe it's called a, a Demas or a Nemus uh, in the Gladiator soundtrack. Who else? Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Um, the best. So when the African people come in and they start chanting, they're like, The circle of, <laughs> the circle circle of life. Not exactly. What about what about in the Thomas Crown crowd? I should love that. They had all those things. Well Bill Conti? I I think you gonna say Bill Cosby. When you were talking last week about Rocky, I actually went oh, and downloaded. Oh my things. god, did we just forget Rocky? Yeah, well Bill I downloaded. Conti. I'm surprised you guys didn't say Rocky. Well, Rocky is Yeah, but here's the thing. Rocky is is cheesy in a way, and it's basically got six years or six movies worth of where it, it basically just kind of yeah, it builds up to its own. It took it took six movies to make that emotion, whereas it is Gladiator. Gladiator was one movie, one song, done. Oh wait, Rocky was the first one, bud. Yeah, but like I said, it it takes a long time to really appreciate. Well, Bill Conti was the composer. I mean, like you said, they had a bunch of songs that were worked into it as well. Later on, like, yeah, there there was one called. Uh, I actually played it in the last podcast. It's called Redemption. Yeah, that's the Bill Conti one off of Rocky. That's City. in the first one, in the beginning of the movie, when they're being that's rushed to the sick. hospital. That is one of my. That's a great one. Yeah, uh, that's the first track off the second. Because I downloaded Rocky to the soundtrack, which is badass, by the way. Yeah. Um, well, Kenny Loggins on that album, I think. Was it really? Uh, no, I think it's off the fourth one. Kenny Loggins is no, yeah, Kenny, Lo- no, Kenny Loggins double or nothing in the first one. I think it's mm. the song they're playing when they're in Russia. But you were we were talking about the Hearts on Fire, uh, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, which is cool. Oh my god, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the Robert Robert Tepper or Teeper is the one that did No Easy Way Out. Um, and then you had Vincent Vincent Decola too, who was a guy that did some of the the training montages for that for, for those movies. So. Oh no, Rocky's really good. Tron Legacy is a Tron Legacy one that I by love. Daft Punk needs really deserves an one. honorable mention for uh, End of Line and Fall. I think, the name I think of the they're songs. all good, man. 
Well, those are the two that like I like I like end of line because it's very it's got a, it's a it's a quiet beat. It kind of it gives you a groove. It's kind of fun to listen There's to. Um, Fall is extremely heavy and really is on a, is on a, on a level that Dark Knight was. Tron, Bubby. Tron. Yeah, there's one like called like this this the something in the silver in the sky or, or yeah. Sailors. They also have one called uh. That's cool. There's one called uh Clue. Skyway Sailor or something like yeah. that. Yeah, a good. That's I a great. Yeah, Daft Punk really did a fantastic job with that whole thing. But, and it, and then when they redid uh the older ones, the older uh, Tron stuff, and they kind of like auto tuned it or whatever. The original Tron movie is pretty good pretty good actually like the graphics and shit were pretty good in that movie i remember watching it like after i saw tron legacy and i was like they did a pretty good job like how old that movie was yeah yeah. but like also another movie that really got me back in the day too that i really liked was the um uh shit oh fight club the dust brothers did the soundtrack for that movie that soundtrack was badass was that was the beginning uh, was the opening of that movie uh, was that trent reznor i don't know the dust brothers did the entire soundtrack so it might have been this i mean I know the Lost Highway soundtrack was awesome too back in the day. That was Trent Reznor. That was Trent Reznor. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins had a good. Did either one of you guys listen to Drive soundtrack? Because people say that's awesome. No, I couldn't find it on the, good movie, though. the app there. But you said it was good, or Joe said it was good. Yeah, I've been hearing podcast, people talk about so. it forever. It's a good movie. I wouldn't. I'm not going to overrate it or underrate it. I'm just going to say it's a good movie, and it should be definitely worth a watch. Speed, great soundtrack too. Dun, 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 dun. I can't. I don't know who does. Well, we could go time. all day, and you know what? I have. Ba, 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 why aren't we mentioning? <laughs> there's two we're not mentioning. We're here. gonna miss so many. No. Well, okay. Well, here's two we gotta throw out at the bat. Both Mel Gibson movies, Braveheart, Gone with the Wind. Braveheart is an easy one. You can't knock that. That's very. Rom- it's a very romantic, very passionate. And then of course, We Were Soldiers. We Were Soldiers has this very. It's very dark, and a guy kind of. I don't know what he's singing, but it, it, it's. It's just, it's just dark. It really puts you in a different <laughs> mood when they're running up the hill, and then all of a sudden, uh, the hell's his name? Greg Kinnear's character sh- character shows up with the with the with the helicopter gunship and just lays waste to all the Vietnamese. It is just, it puts you in your spot, and the music is perfect. And then when I was watching End of Watch with Michael Pena and Jake Gyllenhaal, that song shows up again at the funeral, and it's just wow, puts you on your ass. So I don't know what that was. Maybe it's a song um, from something. Or maybe it's like an album. But that, in, in my opinion, as far as compositions goes, it deserves an honorable mention. But as far as I'm concerned, um, give me Gladiator all day. I don't know. And it's not even really the whole. It's not even really the whole composition. It's just that one song. Speaking of Gladiator, I see one song. Yeah, Joe is a Gladiator with his Build a Better Man project. Well, thinking of another movie that really got me. Lord of the Rings had a good. We get into this forever, but I. And the movie is really bad, but Tango and Cash, the, st- the theme song for that movie is fucking awesome. All right? There's this one song. It's really good. I like it. What about – you got freaking – I mean, obviously, you got John Williams, probably one of the, the best composers of all time, did some great movies. Arcade Fire cover. Uh, uh, well, didn't John Williams do The Phantom Menace? Yeah, he did all the Star Wars movies, all the Jaws well, movies. Okay, the in my like, opinion, The Phantom Menace is the, the only one that matters. Indiana The Indiana movie was Jones. terrible, but the soundtrack was fantastic. Fucking – there's Indiana Jones uh, – that that theme song is fantastic. The Phantom Menace is like the dueling the dueling lightsabers one, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know what Wait, who composed that? I think that's John Williams. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> Arcade Fire. <laughs> Arcade Fire covered the uh, theme song from uh, Beverly Hills Copy. Oh, that's another good one. <laughs> 
I gotta hear that. I am not going out of my way to download all this Spock. stuff just so I can put it in the podcast. I will be picking out a select few. Is that from Cable Guy? Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, just do um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do the Rudy theme. Well, I'll do the one you recommended really quick. There's some good music in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's a really good track. Like it's right when April and Go you're... Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. That's, that's go the second Ninja, one. Go Ninja, Go. See Martin, Martin, Go. 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 Now, now we're just in a different. You opened the can. You opened the can. You've unleashed the. Dude, you, you opened, opened the floodgates. A, you opened a. You opened a bad block of cheese. I tried to get over the. You opened the bad man. block of cheese because you gave me the freedom to talk about whatever I want. Mark, honestly, Tango and Cash, come on. You want? I gotta get. Yeah. No, we're not. Not no. Wait, you listen. I I can't do YouTube but, on mine. We'll talk about it. We'll 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 discuss it later. We will, <laughs> we will discuss Tango and Cash later. Um, I do want to close up shop though here because uh, I got shit to do. Um, I do want to do okay. This is officially the, the end of week seven uh, towards my first event, which is September twenty seventh. You can click on the link at positivesarcasm.com or you can go to bodybuildingtickets.com. September twenty seventh, Scarborough, Maine, my first event of three within one month. All right, my body is officially stopped growing. Uh, my bo- uh, basically now that I'm down to the level where I no longer feel like I'm starving, even though I just want to eat everything in front of me. Uh, you want some mac and cheese? No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I it's it's pretty great knowing that I don't have the I yeah it's the temptation made from uh, grass fed organic cow milk. That's great. I still can't <laughs> eat it. I'm just kidding. But yeah, eating every two and a half to three hours. Uh, I'm down. I was original when I started the project. I was at 182 pounds. I'm down to 167. When I hit the stage, I will be at 165. My trainers say I'm perfectly on track. One of the things I've been doing to try to maintain my sanity and keep uh, keep th- keep busy while focusing on the event, uh, obviously number one is working on my posing routine. That requires music. So what I've been doing is taking compila- uh, compilations from songs and from soundtracks and yeah. mixing them together. You need to come around, Joe. And filtering them together basically so it, I really create something different. So when I step on stage – Nobody's going to have the music I have. And I guarantee you that nobody will have the music I have. So if not if for any... deep cuts, right? It will be... Mark, it will be something that you will be impressed with. So, as long, uh, so I'm wor- working on that. I've actually ha- come up with a few ideas. I threw one out yesterday on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. Oh. So I'll be, working, I'll be working on that. The first one debuts September 27th. After that, each one that I actually put out or I, I do a routine to, I will put up on the website at positivesarcasm.com and put out the links, put out all the links via social media. Um, it's a very simple process, well, for somebody like me. However, putting the time in to actually do it and making sure that you, when you're fading out from one song and fading into another, the, the beat, the pace is exactly the same. Otherwise, it will throw people off. And then when you're adding things in like, um, voiceovers from movies or when you're adding enchanting this is something that really gets the crowd's attention when you have pauses and then when you go from like softer music to heavier music this is something that uh, even if you do because there's not just uh you know winning your class and winning overall there's also a trophy for best poser okay so that is another one i'm looking forward to taking out and i think i can do that job i mean literally as soon as i end this podcast i'm literally going to the gym tonight just to tan and sit and basically do my routine over and over and over again so I get it perfectly right because my posture has to be great. I have to push my muscles in a certain way. But as long as I keep doing this, this practice will make perfect. I even reached out on fucking Twitter to see if uh, somebody will help me do a backflip. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work backflip. out. Yeah, but I, right now I'm working on my stability when I come when I come down for the Franco pose. 
But uh, like I said, week seven, uh, there's been a, there's been a few questions about supplements this week. One kid was asking me uh, about what aminos are. Essentially, it's an amino acid that helps your uh, helps your muscles uh, absorb proteins more and basically allows your body to it slows down the process of breaking down the muscle so you can maintain your gains for a longer period of time. The aminos are extremely important and it also helps you drink your water better because when you're doing an event like this, you have to be drinking over a gallon of water per day. So when you take your amino acids, which you can buy at bodybuilding.com, you can get them at Cellucor, or you can go to your local uh, vitamin shop or GNC or whatever. Max Nutrition is where I go. You can get them in flavors like uh, watermelon, cherry blast, strawberry kiwi, pina colada, mystery flavor, anything you want. It doesn't matter. It's as long as you have that in your water, and you can drink that stuff all day, and it's perfectly good for you. Um, so you can't overdo it, and that'll help you keep your gains. And you know what? It'll help you with your appetite because when your appetite's it will increase because you're eating every two hours. You'll be dying for the next meal. One person asked me, uh, which of your six meals is your favorite? My answer, all of them. <laughs> I mean, really, because one thing has something other than the next. It's just because I switch from fat. I'll switch from fats I'll, and then go to carbs and then go from carbs to go to fats. I've been listening to Jim Rome. Fat! So the fat. right now the process is on point. I'm ready to go. Uh, my body's leaning out. The only thing I'm concerned about was my obliques. I asked my trainer. He said, dude, you've got nothing to worry about. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're not going to gain any more muscle at this time. You're, all you're doing right now is leaning out. And then when, each, when we check into phase two, my diet's going to change drastically. I'm going to get all the water, the sodium, and the electrolytes out of my body. And then the night before, I'm going to have a certain sub, uh, have some f- certain foods that will allow my body with a certain amount of sodium what happens is, is when I'm depleted of all my water and all my sodium, I'll eat a certain meal that has, has, that's high in sodium, and my veins and my muscles will attack the sodium, causing my muscles to inflate severely. So when I get on stage, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll basically look like a goddamn gladiator. Um, here's the problem, though. The posing has to be perfect, because in the OCB events, I'll be doing mostly routines, so I'll have a chance to show off more. Um, and I'll be going against guys that are probably within 5 to 10 pounds of me. In the NPC events, they'll probably be between 15 and 20 pounds heavier than me. Uh, and I won't get I won't get my own posing routine. I'll basically be on stage for only a few seconds. And then when I go back to the finals that night, the same exact thing. So that I'll really have to make sure that my proportions are perfect. And when I hit the pose, I hit it perfectly. Because that's the only way I'm going to beat the guys in the NPC. But And then next year, I'll do, basically the whole purpose of the NPC event is to announce to the world that I've arrived and I will be back next year. Because when I show up next year, I will be 5 to 10 pounds heavier. Which means I will have a lot more, uh, my, my definition will be a lot more like a fucking brick shithouse. I'll be 40 pounds heavier. Yeah, you might, <laughs> well, I mean, in that case, you better stop leaning I'd back like in that chair. 40 pounds heavier, <laughs> but there is a lot more information. Uh, I'll get it all in, the, uh, in this week's article and in this week's episode, which will be done at the end of the weekend. I'll be spending most of my time doing the uh, podcast routines, the podcast editing, and then uh, doing my posing routines. Uh, one girl actually uh, challenged me to a pose down tonight. Uh, we'll see if she can keep up her end of the bargain. Oh, she's married. So, anyways, she probably was. Well, no, it's the same girl that actually I did the pose uh, down in Newburyport. Hey, um, uh, yeah. Suggestion for your uh, posing stuff. Have you ever heard the band Sleigh Bells? No. You should look. You should look them up to see if they would fit in anything. I will take that into consideration. They're pretty badass. You remember that? Yes. When you, yes, I remember that. They're badass. Dude. I am keeping these. It's a girl and a guy. Yes. That's it. I'm yeah. keeping this stuff under wraps until such time uh, 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 that I feel it's appropriate uh, uh, uh. to load them up. Because basically, they're, mo- nobody's going to hear these until I get on stage to perform them. Nobody. Not even you guys. Nope, I haven't heard them. Me either. 
So he's sitting. All, the only thing I hear is him with headphones on, going, "Oh fuck, oh fuck." He just sits in the kitchen saying that over and over. Because again. I know, I I know <laughs> that when I get on stage with this stuff, it's gonna hit and it's gonna hit hard. And I cannot wait to make more of them. Um, and I I have the I have them in my head. I'm working on some that have to do with some metal bands, some electronica, some more compositions. This is what I've been mo- mostly focused on in the week because my like, my diet is perfect. It's harder to work out though because I can't really um, I can't push harder because I'm not making any more gains. So I'm basically just working on making sure I don't get injured, isolating my routines, doing everything perfectly so when I lean out, everything's perfect and I'm ready to go. Tomorrow's leg day and ab day, so I'll continue with that. Tom- today I'm going to take the day off because I'm I need it. And uh, after my first, it's your birthday. usually people, as soon as they finish the event, they stuff their faces. I can't do that. I have an event two weeks later. So I'll be focusing on that. So basically, that's pretty much it. At this point, I'm rambling. Like I said, once the routines are done, I will post each one as soon as it's completed. And any videos and photos I have available, they will be in the events gallery. And then I'll post them throughout the social media All as right, well. Man. So have fun with that. So that's the end of this week's for uh, Build a Better Man project. Week seven. I got five weeks to go. I won't let you fucking people down. I promise. Okay? So I I really will be giving my full effort. And uh, when it, when all that information is done, I will upload all of it. I mean, I'm literally giving up this entire summer to do these events. And then next week, I look next year, I look forward to doing a lot more. You so, can do it. Yeah, I will do it. I guarantee you. Um, I did have a uh, – there was another person who was competing. And uh, she competed in OCB about a month ago. Her name is Shana. She asked me how I was doing. Like she was talking. She was. It was nice to know that somebody else was going through the same problems that I was, as far as the the uh, the diet and the regiment, and she was struggling with it too. So, uh, you know, we I chatted with her for a few minutes, but you know, it's nice to know that somebody else is going through the same struggles as I am, as far as competing for the event, because usually you're on, you're in your own little world when you're doing this. But unless you guys have anything else, I think we'll close up shop with that. I'm good, buddy. All right. What are we doing for next week? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And I'll throw it up on Twitter. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. At POS Sarcasm on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. You can also find me on LinkedIn under Joseph Corso. Woo! This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. Out.